Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sound and Energy podcast, a workout for your mind with food for thought. In today's episode, co-host Kathleen and I discuss our society's obsession with weight. You know, a lot of the times weight in today's society is attached to our personal self-worth and our health. And so in today's discussion, we discuss those ramifications and whether or not we think weight in its standalone self is a good indicator of good health and or our self-worth. So come join in our discussion. I think, you know, for for like a topic that, that is definitely top of mind when we were thinking about doing more episodes was... I know we've talked about it a lot um, in previous conversations in terms of like when, when we were training or even just like through texts and stuff like that. But I feel like it came up again. And I think it always comes up because of conversations that I have with people, especially when they once they learn that like I'm a health coach, it really just it's one of those topics that always comes up. So I was like, you know what? I think that's something that we really need to discuss. And that's the whole fascination and dare I say, the uh, almost obsession with, with our weight, with just weight. Um, and I so I was just like, you know what, Kathleen and I really need to talk about that, especially since yeah. um, I think for me anyways, uh, I've experienced things where, you know, I've had some fixation and, and obsession with weight. And a lot of my clients, I know that I have, uh, I've, I've seen them experience that. And so one of the things was just like, a, you know, why do we have this fascination with it? And B, like, w- like where does this obsession come from? Because even in the medical field and in healthcare and health coaching and personal training, weight is still one of those measurements that I think while it's important, it, it really does shape how, you know, the everyday person views health and it's almost like the gold standard. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I think it's weird because um, weight was the first metric I ever became aware of for how healthy I was. Um, in addition to all those insane PE fitness tests we had to do. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is it, like a sit-up test? The, um, Dude, yeah, the sit-up the, the test. Stretching the stretching one. Yeah, how many pull-ups can you do, which was always humiliating as a girl because I was like, I don't need to be reminded that I can't do a pull-up and that boys are different than girls, whatever. Um yeah. But the most humiliating one was actually the uh, the V sit where you had to like stretch and reach your toes oh, and then you yeah, had to measure how far. I was you really could bad stretch. at that too with the because flexibility. I was so bad at that. I was so bad at that. Um, anyway, the, the other metric was always weight, and I don't think I ever like paid attention to it until like twelve or thirteen, which is when I guess you know I was more body conscious and like body started changing. So that's when you actually pay attention. Um. But yeah, I mean, I remember obsessing about getting on the scale. I don't don't remember how often, but often and starting to feel bad if I thought that number was too high, even though as a 13 year old, I had no medical basis for understanding what too high was. Um, And I was tall, so I was going to weigh more than like my friends were weighing. Um, And yeah, and then over the years, I just kind of cared about it less as I realized how many things went into it and now I'm at the point where we own a scale but I don't I never step on it unless I'm at a doctor's office and then I'm like hmm, okay that's nice seems like a, a good number but yeah until my doctor tells me there's a problem I'm not going to obsess about this well, uh, well I'm glad that there that you had exposure to I mean I'm glad that we get exposure to weight you know at a, at a young age but I think what, what's 
what's disheartening is just what we associate it with, you yeah. know, like, uh, and maybe, you know, I was having a conversation with, with one of my teacher friends and I, I think what he's saying is somewhat true, but it also makes me feel like, well, does, should that stop us from trying? And that is, you know, sometimes as young kids, we don't really receive a lot of information to its fullest or we don't understand something, but I'm like, but I would argue to some degree, that's not always the case. I think we are receptive yeah. to it and we can learn. I mean, case in point, I mean, we've learned a lot of stuff. I mean, um, in elementary, middle school, but we don't really touch on health. I found it actually very scary in some ways that health, you know, obviously PE, we know PE is one of those things that has been slowly removed, which is its own problem in, in oh, itself. Oh, really? I haven't even been paying attention to that. I just assume it's California, so everyone's outside anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my friend was telling me that I think it's, you only get PE like two or three times a week. I, for me, I remember PE was like an everyday thing. Oh, um, really? However, I, I just can't, I mean, maybe that was just only in middle school, because I know in high school, obviously, I was on the basketball team, and so, yeah. I mean, that I did that every day, so I didn't know what everyone else was doing, but in my, like, thinking, I thought everyone does do um, PE every day, but, you know, either way, that's its own <laughs> issue that I have in its own self in terms of physical activity for young kids, but he was telling me that they don't really get any education on health, and I think that's something that would be really important especially when it comes to weight because yeah from what I know weight was just a numerical value that I needed to hit or not hit and I didn't really get any explanation not until I got into probably college when you know because I'm a kines major um, but even then I think context I still didn't even get it it's just like a it's just a numerical value of just like oh it, it's correlated to your health and I think this is where right. I get I wanted to see what your thoughts were on because you know, I've had some good experiences, not some good experiences with certain uh, of my primary care doctors. And, you know, this is not to pick at any doctors and stuff, because I actually have a lot of many, I have a, many physician friends that where we have conversations here and I can see like where they're coming from. But from my personal experience with a couple of my primary care physicians, it's just like, well, here's your weight. And they kind of show me this graph and it's like, well... You know, this is unhealthy. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, can you can you explain that to me? And yeah, I, I remember g getting that when I was, you know, a teenager, um, especially because of just the way that I am. You know, I'm a little bit more on the slender side, a little bit more in terms of my body type. And, you know, I tend to have more muscle more so than fat. And when you do the calculation of BMI, you know, the body mass index, um, I tend to be on the overweight. If you just strictly just look at just what, the numbers represent, yeah, the but, number. yeah. but I'm like, how come it's never put into context? And I think that's like where the issue that I have with, um, with weight, I do think weight and BMI, and we see that in studies that it is correlated to a certain level of unhealthiness, whether that's, um, comorbidities or morbidities like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, obesity, and stuff like that. But I, I think it's also, it makes me think of, in what context? Because I think we also have to see what the, what other things, what other values are showing. What does the blood work look like? What mm -hmm. does um, their cardiovascular endurance, what does their strength look like? Uh, and mental, emotional state, all of the stuff that kind of really represents health. Um, I know I'm kind of putting a lot out there, but those are just like a lot of the, like concerns yeah. that I have with just weight. Yeah, no, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, 
something you said about like it being a number that's I think what I latched on to because to me numbers were everything especially like from a grades standpoint and how I ranked sure. and so it became like another way to say I'm good I'm bad I'm the best I'm second from the best I'm at the bottom whatever the case was um but yeah I mean I agree I I remember you know calculating my BMI and being like shit I'm overweight but that doesn't make sense because I'm not like fat or I'm not, you know, slow or struggling with endurance. Um, and it kind of made me just question, well, what am I then? You know, like I thought I had to be categorized. I thought it had to mean something. Um, and I can't remember if it was my weight or just like body types in general that I grew up seeing or getting exposed to. But when I was young, like I was already starting to try to track what I was eating um, especially when I was really anxious or down on myself or not feeling good about self-image or self-confidence. Like I, I remember like I had a little notebook where I started jotting down what I ate for breakfast and what I ate for lunch and what I ate for dinner. So I think it has that really negative connotation and that risk of like encouraging things like obsession or disordered eating or, or whatever. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think, like you said, the more educated I got, which wasn't until not even high school. Yeah, like you, college, where it was like, okay, well, or post-college even, it was, you know, muscle weighs this much versus fat. And, you know, everyone has a different body type and everyone has different genetic predispositions or conditions, blah, yeah. blah. You know, there's a million variables like we always talk about. But I agree, it was sad to me that that didn't, I didn't get that information, that scientific information until I was 22, 23. Yeah. And I, you could easily tell a kid, a little kid, hey, you might weigh, weigh more than so-and-so because you're taller than she is or because of your genes, but that doesn't make you less worthy. Just make sure you're eating healthy and exercising like the core messages will never change but I thought it, yeah I'm agreeing I'm kind of you just made me realize it's really sad that we don't trust kids enough to tell them the reality of weight yeah it, it, it just blew my mind though because I was I was really I don't know I don't maybe I just don't remember my childhood that much but I was like right wasn't weren't we taught about health and then, and then when I actually sat there and I was like wait no, we didn't. I mean, I think the first right. introduction that I had was health class was maybe freshman year of high school. And I think the only thing that I that was, I don't want to say only thing, but the biggest thing that came up from there was like sex education, which obviously is important in its own yeah. right to discuss. But I don't remember anything about proper nutrition, mm -hmm. proper exercise, any of that. I think um, in some ways, that's why I feel like I am lucky and I think you know you've had the opportunity to do this to be in sports where I was introduced to um, fitness at least and even that that again that, that can go in its own topic in itself where there were some bad things about that as well and the people that I was being coached by or trained by were they necessarily experts probably right. probably not but at least at the bare minimum I was being exposed to it but one of the things that you brought up that I think is a very important aspect is that you know, weight is just like this metric. And I think for, you know, individuals like you and I or any, uh, anybody else who's like us, uh, where we have, we have a goal, we want to obtain it. 
Um, it's great for certain things, right? Uh, and even for weight for, 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 for some regard because it gives you like at least some sort of metric to, to follow. But I think sometimes it's just out of context where it's like, well, what does this weight actually mean? I think you just brought it up, right? Like weight um, doesn't include like, well, what are your, what's your height look like? What does your insides look like? What does your blood work look like? Uh, but I do think the reason why we have weight, and I would love to talk to more of my physician f uh, friends and have them on this episode so we can just have a real discussion about it, because I know there is correlation, like I think I was saying earlier, with weight and predisposition for other problems, but uh, health problems. But I, I, I think it, we just use weight as just uh, a general metric to compare and contrast the big public. And that's why I think we're why, that's why BMI is useful is because we use it in that fashion when we do these studies for like comorbidities and stuff is it's so much easier to identify that this person has is overweight because of their BMI or obese because right. they're over because uh, their BMI or they're normal because of the BMI versus like, well, if we really wanted to take, you know, a, a good comparison of people's um, health, we wouldn't just look at their weight we would look at all the other things but i think in science and you know this as well as a scientist it's it's really hard to hone in on one variable and i think that's mm -hmm. what we kind of do and almost i feel like maybe that's why we have to because it's the only way to consolidate and make some sort of reasonable um conclusion out of a study because uh if we didn't the studies would be so hard to decipher and i think not just for scientists, but for, for the general public, because we can't really isolate all of these variables. So I think that's maybe part of the reason why we use weight as this, I don't want to say gold standard, because I think because of time now, it has gotten better, our, our understanding and more explanation yeah. and discussions that we're having on weight. But it's still a pretty high-ranking standard of how people identify how healthy they are. Or not, e not even that, it's just also their self-worth and their body image is really attached to that. I think I, I, I showed you that, that photo where it's like a woman uh, at 120 pounds, but uh, there was like five or six different women of 120 pounds, but they're all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. And so that was just like another you know, point to show that like, well, 120 pounds doesn't always mean you're overweight and unhealthy. Right. I mean, just look at all these different body types and different um, races and stuff. Yeah. And that's why I like graphics like that I think um 17 magazine I remember reading all the time when I was younger and they would always have like how to dress for your body type and it would be I don't know I feel like they had really stupid names but one was pear shaped that one is always gonna stick pear apple yeah um, something like that like, like comparing them to fruits which already felt weird when I was that young and feels equally weird now like because of the whole like bear the fruit analogy I don't know I've probably been watching too much handmaids still um <laughs> but yeah no I I agree I think like once you take away the number and put it in context of the actual visual or whatever else is meaningful it totally loses that that power it has um in a good way and yeah when you look at BMI I was probably like oh let's come up with a quick metric for us to say yes no good bad because i mean trying to explain to the general public or just anyone in general that 
you know, there's 1800 different variables that go into this. No one's going to want to hear that. They're going to want to hear what should I care about? What is the status of my body, my health? It's, yeah, it's, it's an oversimplification, but as you and I know, and have talked about extensively, anytime you do that, you risk a lot of assumptions and impact to mental health and whatever else, because you're just taking away the full essence of the story. Um, the other piece for me was I really wish in going back to like gripes about school, we learned about the menstrual cycle and what it means to have a period in like the most biological way. Like this yeah. is your luteal phase. This is what happens at week three. And it, that never tied back to like, this is what's going to happen physiologically with your body. Uh, you are going to bloat. You're going to be really cranky. You're going to be um, tired, have low energy. Your body is going to need to do this, that. I never learned any of that until I went through it, watched my friends go through it, talked to my mom, my aunt, whatever, right? Yeah. And weight comes into play too because your hormones are, fl are fluctuating. You're retaining water. Um, maybe you're eating more because that's what your body needs. Um, and so I, I kind of wish like from the female perspective, someone had told me weight definitely doesn't matter, especially if you're going through some crazy cycle or it's just part of, you know, the natural fluctuation. And, and you know, what comes to mind is I've, I've had a couple um, girlfriends, you know, not, not uh, romantic girlfriends, but, you know, friends that are that are female and, and, and how they told me about this. And I'm wondering if you've ever experienced this as well, where it's just like, you know, now that they're older, they understand also like with age and because of different hormones and just lifestyles, like they're naturally going to get a little bit bigger. And there's mm -hmm. this always this natural need to want to look like they did when they were, you know, teenagers. And, you know, it, it's hard for me as, as a friend, but it's also hard for me as a health coach because it's like, you know, I don't want to sit here and be like, no, you can never be like that. Right. Yes, we could work towards that. But it's also one of those things where it's like, well, biologically that's that's really hard to do that especially when you're also you know 14 and now mm -hmm. you're like 26 it's uh, you know there's different things kind of going on and it just I don't know it was I just want to hear more from your perspective as a female and you know obviously is that the most positive um perspective maybe maybe not and so yeah I just I just love to hear your perspective no, no, no. I I think you're you're being very cognizant of like all the different ways to slice and dice it, but I would agree with that. I mean, the older I get, obviously I'm not that old, but the older I get, the more I think to myself, like I want to look this way or I wish my body was this. I don't think for the majority of women that ever goes the way, like regardless of what age you're at, you're going to wish you look different. Your weight was different. Your composition was different, whatever. That excludes a, a really solid percentage of women who are, completely at peace with their bodies or are on a more positive journey, which I fully respect. Um, but yeah, like I look back to pictures of myself at 14 when I was playing volleyball freshman year of high school. And I remember like I was insanely body conscious. I mean, the spandex uniforms did not help. Um, and I was with, I was a freshman on the varsity team. So I was with 16, 17, 18 year olds who were more developed than I was. I hadn't gone through puberty yet, at least at the beginning of the year. So I was like feeling bad about my body for eight different reasons, but I remember feeling fat and like thinking that I weighed too much. And then I went back and looked at those photos, even just like five years later. And I'm like, what? 
I was the skinniest I ever was at that age. You know, I was very slender. Like I was the the ruler body type or whatever it was called in 17. And then, you know, I got curves and my body like filled out. And then in college, I was like, okay, I, I feel good. I feel athletic, but I wish I was skinnier. I wish I wasn't carrying weight now around my hips, my butt, like my upper body. And now I'm sort of just like, well, I'm gonna, you know, become a mom at some point in the near future that's going to radically change things again. Um, and, you know, you have to gain a certain amount of weight for a healthy pregnancy. Uh, so it's like, at this point, I'm kind of just like, how do I best equip myself to roll with the punches and adapt to the change rather than saying, I wish I looked like this. Um, and it's hard. I think it's really hard for a lot of us, um, especially those who grew up with a lot of messaging direct or indirect that there is a right and a wrong weight and body type to make yourself more of a, a woman. Yeah, I think it's something really difficult to navigate towards, especially when you start to think about like what caused what? Was it the chicken before the egg, the egg before uh, the chicken when it comes to like, I'm because let me actually put this in context, like, you know, weight. As for what we just talked about, it gets taken out of context. It's we start associating our self worth and that we're fat um, because of a certain number. And I wonder if that also influenced, like, you know, media or social media, and or social media influenced our understanding of weight. And then that in itself created this negative cycle of just well, now all I want that number is to go down, especially with with uh, human beings. You know, one of the things that I do try to utilize with my my clients to some degree is um, tracking, you know, and you talked about food and we're talking about, you know, in this case, weight, um, you know, track certain things, but it's usually like tracking habits or like identifying like thought patterns. Um, I really try not to really say so fixated on um, food tracking to some, I mean, I still do it in a different way or like calorie counting or, um, weight tracking because as human beings we really are drawn to keeping track of something and when we're doing things for like weight and if we don't have the context from it I can I can see how it's so difficult and damaging because you're just like well mm-hmm. I'm never at this weight I'm never at this weight especially when we're also not to, to also add on this like we're also not being taught that weight is fickle that it doesn't uh, right. that it doesn't stay the same, especially even throughout the day. If you weigh yourself in the beginning of the day versus the, the evening, there's a, uh, there's a difference there. And that's why I think it's, it's interesting in some ways because we're in, in some ways that I've seen it where people are so fixated on losing the weight that just to get the number that they want, they'll just weigh themselves in the morning. And even so, but see, so they do understand that concept that like weight is fluctuating, but just the attachment to... Um, what weight, what their weight is and what and how that correlates with their self-worth is pretty, pretty alarming in, in some ways. And I think as a health coach, it's 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 really difficult to. I'm, I'm not never here to want to change people's thinking, but I would like to make I would like to offer maybe another way of thinking if it helps them not be so fixated or stressed out or anxious, because I think weight is one of those things. I, I know I went through that you know, probably 10, 12 years ago where it's like, well, you know, I'm 170 pounds, but I want to be 160 pounds because that's just what my doctor has told me that like, this is what's optimal. And I'm somebody who, um, in my life, I've always been a people pleaser. 
And I'm like, well, I guess to be the right thing, I have to, I have to do that. And then now it's just my, my thinking is totally different. You know, I'm like, well, I got to take in consideration what does my blood work work like? What is, how does my joints feel like, especially now as a physical therapist? Because I do know that there is a certain correlation of weight gain and joint pain. And as you get older, that, that definitely compounds its effect as well. Um, so there's like so many other factors that I try to take, take in consideration now. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Yeah. I find that I've always been more aware of my size than I have of my weight. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm five ten, and that's not the tallest out there for women, but it's tall. And I just, I've, when I think back to it, I was more uncomfortable with the idea of taking up space. Like I just wanted to be kind of hidden and in the background. And that's how I thought of myself for a really long time. That's what I used to like stay hidden and tell myself, you know, all these things about who I was. So like with the weight gain that just came with getting older and also getting more confident and realizing like why I should take up space and why I'm going to take up space. I feel like that was a reckoning for me too. Like um, just that it, it's okay for me to be where I'm at. And I don't think I was getting anything out of like hiding in the shadows or, you know, diminishing myself. Um, and when I get that, urge now like when I feel like I need to be um at a place where I'm not or I you know I should cut back on this or I'm wondering if I'm gaining weight here it's like okay am I actually concerned about that or am I concerned that one of the million things going through my head that I'm not addressing um one of the million emotions I haven't processed yet and like nine times out of ten it's actually that I could care less if I like my butt looks bigger this week or smaller or whatever the case may be. Um, so I've tried to like tune that tracking that you were talking about or that tracking impulse into more of like a sign from my body or my mind that there's something else I'm just totally disregarding or not giving enough attention to. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, be, being able to use that, I, that same type of methodology, but using it in a way that's productive and and in in a lot of ways, what I'm hearing is an a more positive way for you to identify, so you can, you know, have some sanity. Because I do think that the when we track, especially when it comes to that the number on a scale, I've seen it just like eat away at people. Even even yeah. even if they're feeling better, even if they're stronger, even if they're 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 more jovial um, in terms of just their energy levels that because this number hasn't hit something that it, it, it just like negates all of that. And I think that's where yep. um, it can be, it, it can be destructive. And okay. So, you know, I know we've been, I've been kind of a Debbie downer when it comes to, all this <laughs> stuff. so I kind of want to flip the script a little bit and, and uh -huh. maybe talk a little bit more, uh, maybe positive ways of, uh, why weights there or, and, or like what, what's just the general, a positive, a more positive message to end this episode. Cause I, I, I can see how, you know, it's just uh, how negative it could be, but I think it was just mm -hmm. because of just like frustration. I think that comes from, from it, especially just as a health coach, but definitely as somebody who's been around it and has lived it in, in certain ways. Yeah. I mean, that's true. We have been kind of on the, on the Debbie Donner side. Um, no, I mean, I think for me, the way I look at it, like, is kind of an, a nice balance. So 
like I said, I don't weigh myself, but that's because I rely on plenty of other cues from my body, like how I'm feeling, my pain, um, my sluggishness, how much I've worked out, like, do I feel strong? But that being said, I do also focus on weight as an objective measure to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I've been doing. All those other things I just mentioned. And here's what I weigh. Like, does that, you know, what does that mean to me? And on a positive, I feel like it's actually meant less of the negative stuff it used to mean because it's more of just a, a neutral data point, right? I'm thinking now more like engineering, but it's like, okay, I had a really good week and this was my weight. Cool. I had a really bad week and this is my weight. And maybe it was a little higher, maybe it was even a little lower, but either way, I challenge whatever notions I have in my head. And then that typically leads to a tiny bit of growth, which is good. So I think the more like neutrality, I, I wouldn't even go as far as say positivity, depending on where somebody's at, which yeah. is okay. But the more like neutral, we can just approach it and say, this is one measure of many, but I get to define what it means to me. I think that will always be positive in and of itself because you take the the negative power out of it, the negative connotation out of it and, and use it for what you actually need to use it for. And I, that's a really great way to put it. You know, weight is definitely just one variable, one thing that needs to be considered when you're looking at the totality of your health, which I think for a lot of us, that's what we usually use, use weight for as a, as yeah. some sort of marker for our health. But yeah, identifying what our energy levels look like, what our blood work looks like, what just our, you know, strength looks like, and, and et cetera, et cetera. I think combining all of that with the weight uh, creates, uh, it, it, um, it neutralizes weight. Because I, I think that that's maybe the, the point or one of the things uh, uh, that I use as a health coach to try to neutralize the threat of some of these threatening ideologies that are that are in fitness that continue to be perpetuated even when we're saying that we're not right i mean just to go off a little tangent it's like you know we say that we don't care about weight and how we look but yet like that's the images that we put out there to really emphasize to really demonstrate if we're healthy or not when in actuality from this conversation that we have there's so many other things but um, i'm hoping by trying to neutralize weight and and not even just a neutralized way, maybe just having the opportunity to discuss it more, ask more questions to providers, to professionals, to your personal trainer, to your physician, to any other healthcare provider that you're working with, or even your friends be like, well, what's the, I, I know that my wife Janine does that sometimes. She kind of deflects um, in her circles, um, social cir- circles, when the topic really becomes about like, oh, I'm weight, my weight, or I can't eat this because of my weight and things mm-hmm. like that. Either she'll try to deflect it and talk about something a little bit more, less body damaging. More productive. Yeah. yeah. Into <laughs> something more productive and or maybe call out the, like maybe not call out, that's that's a negative connotation, but more point out like, you know, wh- why do you think you, you know, have these thoughts with weight or what have you and stuff. And maybe that's just like mm-hmm. her personality in, in com- combination with her as a, as a physician. But um, I, I think that's for me, um, what I think would be really important and really cool to see is maybe less discussion on weight. Or if we do, maybe it's what maybe having discussions like we're having right now. 
Yeah, I just think it's one of the least interesting things about a person, like, in my opinion. And I've been in plenty of those conversations with other women, especially sitting down at lunch, of course, because then you're eating. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'll sit down and I think I've told you, like, brilliant women who are super accomplished and awesome people in general are like, I can't have this. I had a really bad weekend. I was so bad. Whatever, whatever. Self-shaming BS. And then I'm just like, okay, well, what are you guys doing at work or like what's good in your personal life um and you know I, I fall into that too or, but I think over time I just got so bored of it like it's such a boring topic to obsess about um that I I'm kind of in the, the same boat as Janine where I'll just you know spend a minute on it but then move on to something else because we're so much more than that and we're so much more interesting than that um especially the people in my life um, I'm really lucky to be surrounded with such cool people. So that's what I try and focus on instead. I think that's awesome that, sh- that you do do that. I think, you know, a lot of the times, especially for my personality too, uh, I've learned to be a little bit more opinionated, a little bit more aggressive, if you will, because I used to just be very passive and just let things kind of happen. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes in our culture, we, we, we tend to have that where it's just like, uh, let people do those things. But now I think we're becoming also a culture where we can actually point out those things and hopefully not in a threatening yeah. way and hopefully not in a um, like fear mongering way. And hopefully this, everything that we've talked about on this episode really hopefully doesn't come across as fear mongering because I would hate that um, as well. I don't think it does. But no. well, that's good to know. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't yeah. think you could be a fear mongering person <laughs> if you tried personally. Like you're not sitting here being that. like, Weight is bad. All weight is bad. Don't gain weight. That yeah. would be fear mongering. Yeah, and I think the, um, you know, I, I think that's the, the the one part that's that's difficult. I will say, um, to navigate towards. But I, hopefully, the, kind of these kind of discussions hopefully um, shed light on it. Is that I think in a culture where we have to oversimplify things, that it can be very black and white. Weight is good. Weight mm-hmm. is bad. But uh, as boring as it sounds, uh, it's a lot of things always. Uh, lie in the gray lie in the middle and weight Mm -hmm. definitely is one of those things yeah I think it'll always be in a weird bucket but I actually feel like there's been good progress toward not giving it too much undue attention and treating it as you know a larger piece of a, a very complicated puzzle exactly Thank you for joining in on our conversation. You know, weight can play a role when determining how healthy we really are. But the discussion that Kathleen and I had, we really wanted to showcase that there are other factors that really determine what our health is, like our blood values, our blood pressure, our strength, our cardiovascular endurance, our mental and emotional state. All these things really should be considered when we're deciding how healthy we really are. I think one of the biggest things that we see is that weight is such an easy term to throw around because it's an oversimplification of what our health really is. However, I think the more that we dive deep into that, the more we can see how damaging that is because weight does indicate a certain level of health, but if we're attaching our whole understanding of our health to this one term, then you can see why we hold so much of our value with weight on that number on the scale to our self-worth and to how healthy we really are. So with that, if you have any comments or questions, please email us email us at thesoundestenergypodcast at gmail.com and we'd love to talk to you. And until next time, guys, we'll see you at the next podcast.